Soccer FM is written and produced by Stephen Mill and Ray Bradshaw and is in association with Hooch and Pieandbovril.com. Hello and welcome to Soccer FM, Scotland's funniest football podcast with me, Stephen Mill, and you, Ray Bradshaw. Hello. <laughs> Good start. Coming up on this week's show, a roundup of the SPFL. Neil McCann for the punt. Where are they now? Returns as well. Kofi Annan is dead, and we look ahead to the week. Kofi Annan uh, dead. Kofi Annan dead. Where did Kofi Annan die? It was a mixed day for Annan yesterday because they won three one, <laughs> but Kofi Annan died. He, so, he was down in Edinburgh, so I know nothing. Yeah, Kofi Annan died yesterday. He was eight years old. Former UN secretary. Yeah, I know he is. Yeah. No, I'm just saying for the benefit of people who don't know. Ah, okay. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Like Annan won three one, but Kofi Annan died. <laughs> <laughs> so, mixed day for the Annans yesterday. Uh, it's Sunday the 19th of August. We are not live on Facebook. Thank you to no. everyone who retweeted, shared, liked last week's episode with yes. Crispy Queer. Thank you very much for all the feedback we got for that. Crispy uh, Queer sounds like Crispy Creme. Yeah, he does a wee bit. Yeah. Pineboffro.com is where you go if you want to leave a comment. Uh, make sure you head on there. We've got our own forum and all that stuff. You can uh, follow us on Facebook as well. Uh, just search for so- uh, just search for Soccer FM, I should say. And also on Twitter as well, at Scott Soccer FM. Remember, subscribe on iTunes and you can listen and follow us on SoundCloud as well Ray Bradshaw how are you it's the middle of the fucking morning I don't know what's happening I'm wearing why a- why, do, why are we not doing this tomorrow night by the way don't know don't I only know. thought about that at the drive in so it's now 9.44 yeah uh, the two of us are hungover as you can tell by our voices yep. you've turned up in a clay pigeon shooting hat <laughs> Got apples though. <laughs> Brought apples though. So don't complain. Four apples. Yeah. Uh, Pink both... ladies. Only the best uh, for you. Treat me. Respectively, yeah. we got the midnight and the half midnight trains back from Edinburgh after a long day out. Yeah. Uh, and I've just found out Kofi and Andy. So it's been a fucking mixed morning. To be what honest. a head fuck that yeah. is. <laughs> Unbelievable. And uh, we've got to talk about the football, yeah. which I wasn't at yesterday. So this is going to be good. Uh, so anything can happen, quite literally. And uh, by the way, thank you so much for everyone who entered our hooch competition yes. last week. Hashtag have an ooch, fancy an ooch, right? So listen, uh, we'll pick a winner by the end of the show because uh, I basically forgot to do it. I've got, I've, got a, I've got a plan. Right, okay. So we'll do it and then. We'll do it and we'll also set up next week's competition as well. There's another year for you to guess and it's uh, it's brutal. It's brutal this week. <laughs> I'm warning you, right? It's brutal this week. So there you are. Hey, thank you for all the entries. We literally had loads and yeah. loads of entries. Yeah. I'm, I'm so happy They didn't that. get it wrong. Uh, no. Oh, nobody got it wrong because it was no. very easy we'll go through that answer later on in the show so don't worry about that also as I mentioned uh, Where Are They Now is back as well we've got an amazing Where Are They Now yes, coming up uh, later in the show but let's uh, someone entered the competition with 2012 hashtag use a long ridge hashtag when having an ooch yeah <laughs> there we are like, it's a winner that's all hooch wanted yeah. we're ticking all the boxes for hooch there. condoms blah, blah. right let's move on to the Betfred Cup which happened yesterday and I think there's uh, only one place to start which is Air United what are Result for Air United. I know. Going up to Dundee, winning 3 0. What a start to the season for Ian McCall's men. On the other side, as I mentioned at the top of the show, Neil McCann, how close is he to getting the punt? He mu- uh, I don't know if it's definitely close to the punt, but he must be in a like shaky bit because, see, if you think about it, even like Musa mm-hmm. uh, came on yesterday and got two yellow cards in 15 minutes, set yep. off, and supposedly. Ian McCall in his press conference after said he felt for Neil McCann because all he could hear was shouting at Musa telling him not to get another booking because he was going to take him off. Yeah. But then you look at Shanklin getting two. Um, Ayr kind of 
like kind of sleeping everyone's sleeping on them they're kind of sneaking through and I think they're going to have a really really good season yeah they've had a great start and uh, to, to be fair they had a great start in the um, in League Cup last year as yes. well they had an amazing they won all their games and stuff and then got pumped out by Hibs but um, great uh, result for Air United yesterday up at Dens Park and uh, Dunfermline play them next week but we always beat Air so it's fine like, I'm not worried about that at all uh, the thing is Neil McCann also said 3-0 to Air flattered them yeah flattered Dundee not oh yeah Air. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, like I, that's all the reports that I've seen. Uh, I think it's not a happy camp no. by by all uh, intents and purposes. So uh, it's uh, a tricky time for Dundee fans and uh, a very very poor start to the season, but a great start to the season for Air. And as one well. of the things weird things about Dundee just now is Stephen Cocker's on the bench. There was talk about him going for like two million. Aye, but he's, he, he's just another pl- he's just another player that Neil McCann's fallen out with. Yeah. So like he, he basically just falls out with everyone. And it's mad how he's not fallen out with Paul McGowan. Yeah. Well, well, with good reason because I mean, like That's you know, f- given his crime sheet, <laughs> yeah. like of the past. My favourite stat is uh, Paul McGowan has one more goal than assault convictions in the last four years. <laughs> That's a true fact. That's well. amazing. Uh, so three 0 it was uh, to Air United up at Dens Park yesterday. Congratulations to them. Yeah. Uh, through to the next round, Aberdeen convincing winners against St Mirren four nil. It ended at Petodre. Um, I kind of expected, uh, and it looks like Aberdeen are, are finding their feet a wee bit after you know they. They hadn't played particularly well no. over the first uh, few games of the season. Burnley aside, I'll leave that. But Rangers, they were pretty poor. They squeaked past Dundee as well. But it looks like they're finding their form just at the right time. Yeah, and other players are kind of coming in. It's when you saw um, Lewis Ferguson's popped up with a couple of goals. And, and they'll have to pay about £4 million for <laughs> yeah, him now. Bruce Anderson. And now uh, that's Stevie May getting back on the score sheet. Aye. That's only six goals since he moved. Is it really? Last year, yeah. That's, so that's he's cool. kind of um, not really been clicking. But I think also when you take out the Europa League and Aberdeen, the kind of schedule, they're focusing on that. So the league and uh, the cup kind of got a more stunted start. But yeah, good result for them. 3 uh, 0 up after 26 minutes. Cruising. And St. Marin just look a totally different side under Stubbs compared to Jack Ross. Yeah, they do. I think they'll find it tough this season, but they are lucky that they've got. Uh, well they're not lucky it's Levy. Just, uh, they've got Livy in the league yeah. Hamilton's still kicking around so I think St Mirren actually will be fine this season elsewhere yesterday it was a late goal for Hearts uh, to beat Dunfermline at East End uh, a crowd of nearly 9,000 was it? inside East End yeah so there was about 5,000 Hearts fans so a very impressive crowd and uh, by all accounts I wasn't there unfortunately but Dunfermline were very very unlucky was your playlist playing? Uh, yeah it was yeah. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> my mate Tom who plays for my football team is a Hearts fan he was going through and I told him to look out for your shite music yeah. but due to EE being down yesterday I don't know if he was uh, if he enjoyed it or not well I think uh, as I say my mum my was there and my, my mate was there as well and he said you know Hearts stole it Hearts really? absolutely stole it so um, but they're through it the next round and yeah. that's all that counts I guess when so. I read the match report last night when I was Stephen in the train uh, it said the Hearts goalie had two brilliant saves aye yeah and uh, Faisal missed from about three yards apart oh really so, yeah that wasn't uh, it wasn't ideal we did hit the post in the first half as well Alan Preston shouted goal oh, I was hey, listening to yeah. it and it didn't go in so like uh, fuck you Alan Preston <laughs> um, as I was sat in a car park in the middle of five so there we are I finished dogging uh, dogging again yeah so it was 1-0 hearts East End Park there through the next round as well let's move on to Livingston then uh, since we mentioned them there and uh, they got beat yesterday by Motherwell so finally Motherwell have got a win congratulations to Motherwell because yeah. it's been a difficult start to the season for them in terms of the league uh, but winning at Livingston at the Tony Macaroni Arena yesterday and uh, I saw pictures of the pitch people were not impressed is it bad I've not seen it all the sort of uh, rubber pellets and the pitch uh, and all yeah, the rest yeah. of it. people were moaning I, I don't know like I, I think like people get hung up about plastic pitches I'm not like I, I don't care like 
Mm. I, I, like, I, I genuinely think, and there's always bollocks about, um, you know, players getting injured on plastic pitches. Players get injured on grass pitches well, all yeah. the time. Well, Stephen McLean is now playing on AstroTurf pitches again yeah. after not playing them in St. George. We were talking about it yesterday, so my Saturday morning team, three pre-season friendlies in an, a 4G park. And then yesterday was our first one in grass, and it's a totally different game when you go. But that's at our level in the grass pitch. It a bit is. More no, and all it's that. a slightly different game. But these are professional football players. They're paid a lot to deal with that. Yeah, exactly. And I, I like it's not it's not so different that it's no, a completely different it's still, game. It's still a surface. It's not a bouncy Aye. castle. Yeah, exactly. So it, you're right. It is not a bouncy castle. That is a fact. That's our motto. Yeah, it's not a bouncy <laughs> castle. Hashtag have a nook. So it's uh, hashtag I'd, it's not a bouncy <laughs> castle. <laughs> And uh, Danny Johnson scored. Uh, have you seen him play it? No. I think he is going to score hundreds of goals from other and miss hundreds of chances. Is he like Andy Cole? He's like Kofi Annan. Right, uh, okay. Dead? Yeah. <laughs> Clinical. Guy. Yeah. Guy. yeah, yeah. Cold. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so oh, that's finished, uh, Yeah, finished 1-0 uh, for Motherwell at Livingston yesterday. Uh, let's move to uh, St. Johnston. Uh, after extra time, I thought St. Johnston had won a normal time. Um, no, it was extra time. Yeah, I know. They won 4-2, but I had St. Johnston on my coupon. And uh. I noticed they scored in the 92nd minute. I was like, great, that's them got the winner. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but no, no, they decided just to wait and uh, scored right after uh, full time. Any extra time? So 4-2 uh, had finished. I love that. It was one each at full time and then... Uh, uh, what's that four goals in extra three, time three goals three? can I not count yeah you can't count yeah can't count oh yeah. god no no you are right I'm sorry right. apologies yeah it is four it is four and sorry. I think if I'm right Callum Hendry who scored the fourth goal is Colin Hendry's son it is yeah I read a thing with that yesterday um, he's very proud of his son is he, he? Says, yeah he is do you know that uh, Colin Hendry tweeted me did I tell you this? You told me this, but I don't think you've spoken about it on here, so talk about so it. So I went to I, per- I went to Peru, right, at the end of the season to see the Scotland match. And, went clay pigeon shooting. Uh, I went clay pigeon shooting, and I was speaking to a guy uh, who worked in a bar, <coughs> right, and he, you know, he was just asking, oh, you're from Scotland and all that stuff, right? So, um, what was I, that accent? Hey, you're from Scotland. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Kofi Annan. <laughs> Kofi Annan, he's dead now. But uh, this guy was very much alive, and he was speaking to us, and he said, oh, you're from Scotland, I remember Colin Hendry. And then started started going on. Yes, he won the Premier League with Blackburn. Moved on to Rangers. I uh, finished his career uh, sort of playing with Bolton and Blackpool. And I was like, "What? Like th- yeah. th- this guy was in like a Peruvian guy who was telling me the life and times of Colin Hendry." I love that. So I tweeted out about it, saying, "Not what I expected. Just that story, basically." And uh, about two weeks ago, so bear in mind that's what three months removed from when the game was. Uh, Colin Hendry tweeted me back. What time was that though? Oh, it was about half two in the morning. He's mm-hmm. obviously hit the ball again. So there he is. Um, so. Uh, uh, if you're listening, Colin, how you doing? You're right. He's definitely <laughs> yeah, not. If awesome. you're listening, Colin, have an itch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So uh, it finished uh, uh, four two. Yeah. Johnson <laughs> yesterday. Uh, final game. Segway. Final game that happened yesterday was the Partick Thistle versus Celtic game. <laughs> Just uh, sum up what happened. Did you see my tweet? Yeah, I did. Yeah. That was brutal, right? So obviously. I'm doing the Edinburgh Festival just now. This game is a half twelve kickoff. I cannot make that. My show's at four. I need to head to Edinburgh. Blah blah blah. So. I was on the telly, so I was watching on my phone. And by all accounts, first half, 1-0 down. Happy to go in 1-0. Starting to do okay. And then um, Aidan Fitzpatrick comes on, uh, who is like 17, skins three guys, plays with Tumbo in, scores one each. I'm buzzing. And then we just got by Falkirk High. There's a um, problem with E. Yes. Well. Yeah, big problem with E. E ruined my day yesterday. <clears throat> and then we drove, and then I went out of reception, one each. 
Damn you, Kevin Bacon. <laughs> yeah. And you're doing all your wanking and your data shit. Uh, and then the next time it came on, and this is the most special thing ever, the next time it came back on, we were 3-1 down. And I was like, right, okay, that's cool. I didn't even know it was Dembele and Rodjick that had scored until now. Yeah. I just yeah. remember, I was like, right, that's that done. Yeah. Uh, brutal. But we had two good wins in the bounds, beat Falkirk, beat Stranraer. If we got anything in that game, it's a bonus. Yeah, totally. And I think um, I was speaking to a Thistle fan during the week and he was just saying, you know, oh, people were saying, oh, this is a good time to play Celtic. Is it fucking good time no. to play Celtic? They've just been beaten twice. So yeah. They want to hammer somebody. Um, so, yeah, ended up 3-1 at Celtic there throughout the next round. And uh, the treble treble continues yes. for Brendan Rodgers. But not the name. quadruple. Not the quadruple. Oh, no, still potentially because they're Europa League. Yeah, they're not going to win the nah. Europa League. Uh, so, yeah, that was the League Cup yesterday. Let's move on to League One. It was Dumbarton 1, Arbroath 1. Uh, so two of the title favourites going head to head there I would say uh, our both had a cracking start to the season so that's the first drop points uh, it means that no one in League 1 has a 100% record yeah, and anyway. Ross Forbes getting a 91 minute, uh, 91st minute equaliser yeah. he's uh, such a good player sometimes I th- isn't he I think Dumbarton I looked at their squad last week like they're decent mm. like Ross Forbes Rory Loy's playing up front for them yeah. as well Like I, I think they have a pretty decent squad they've not had the best start to the season but that might be an important goal that might turn it around for them uh, Christian, 1-1 at Christian Naddy's not there Christian Naddy isn't there no yeah, I don't know why he isn't there I don't have that information to hand Forfar <laughs> uh, nil Stranraer nil so a board draw at Station Park uh, one of the Angus Derby's happened yesterday <laughs> I, I think got tagged in that tweet so many times about that video <laughs> it was a good video it was uh, so it was Montrose 2 Brecon 1 so it was short lived uh, Brecon's winning run yeah. uh, of one game so um, <laughs> there you are uh, finished 2-1 to Montrose yesterday uh, Fife Derby yesterday as well Wraith Rovers 2 East Fife 2 um, so Wraith Rovers uh, I think a yeah, pretty late equaliser it was uh, if I'm right in saying so it was uh, 2-2 uh, at Starts Park yesterday again not a great start to the season for Wraith Rovers no, as well but that's Kevin Nisbet who Thistle let go mm-hmm. um, and he's scored I, mean, I think he's in 7 or 8 already for this season yeah. so he's back him in and is that Scott Agnew that scored for his Fife as well yeah must be He's been about everywhere, hasn't he? He has, yeah. He uh, he was at Rangers when he was younger. He yeah. was uh, always a signing on Champ Man. I remember. Was he on Blue Heaven, Jack? Nah, Blue he was too. Heaven. Him and Charlie Adam. <laughs> yeah, Scott Agnew and uh, there's a comedian, Scott Agnew, who's six foot five, a big gay guy, and uh, Scott gets tweets abusing him all the time. Really? <laughs> he was like, he was like, mate, I didn't score a free kick against you. So <laughs> what are you wondering about? Definitely not. Definitely not. Finished two two in the five derby. It was Stenny one, Airdrie two. Despite the fact that Airdrie played quite a lot of the game with ten men, so a cracking result for them. Mm-hmm. Uh, Oakle view. So uh, again, a decent start to the season for Airdrie as yep. well. Um, so there you are. That is uh, the League One fixtures. We'll get to the table in just a wee second. I'll spin through them uh, in just a couple of minutes. Uh, let's move on to League Two though. It was uh, Albion Rovers nil, Elgin City one. What a horrendous start this season yeah been. but at least they're cutting down the goals yeah well that is true in saying that um, Elgin did have 17 shots so right. I think that's where the problem is yeah I, th- I think that might be an issue really yeah uh, so yeah finished 1-0 to Elgin uh, yesterday against the Albion Rovers uh, Annan great result for them 3-1 not a great result for Kofi Annan though he's dead uh, 3-1 <laughs> it was <laughs> to Annan against Queen's Park again Queen's Park are going to be one of the favourites they came down uh, from League 1 at the end of last season but yeah so it's a, a really good start to the season for Annan bad start to the season for Kofi yeah that game um, yesterday uh, all four goals came within a five minute spell wow 
Wow. So just after half time, so imagine you're at the pie stand, then <laughs> you come back. Well, there's not going to be a massive queue and in Queen's Park. What was the attendance? Let's see. Attendance was 420. Yeah. Yeah, you're probably going to see the goal. But yeah, all four goals in five minutes. Yeah, so that's uh, quite impressive. As I say, a cracking result. It's only a shame that Kofi wasn't there to see it. Mm. Uh, Kidden Beast 4, first win of the season at nil against Berwick Rangers. Berwick having a bit of a tough time of it. Uh, one on the opening day, um, but it's not been going so well since then. So 4 0 it finished uh, to Cowden Beast. Uh, they finally get a win after yep. years of being gashed. <laughs> and uh, Edinburgh City 3, still in Albion 1. Again, poor start of the season for Sterling as well yeah like, uh, just, they were quite fancied yeah I, I fancy Sterling as well Dave Mackay uh, in charge there of course and uh, Edinburgh City on the other hand having a great uh, having a great time of it yeah I spoke to a football agent and he was saying that Edinburgh City are picking up quite a decent level of player because um, about the travel issues and all that kind of stuff so the likes of Conrad Balatoni he was in score sheet yesterday yep. um, and a few other players so yeah I think they'll they'll kind of slowly build and build as they kind of cement their status in the league yeah no one's uh, first all in Albion so far this season and it was a big game at Peterhead at Balmour it finished 1-0 uh, to Peterhead I haven't checked who scored but let's click on it yeah I know who it is it's our boy it's our boy there he is uh, scoring he has already probably 75th goal of the season yes uh, 1-0 it finished uh, so that was uh, certainly top of the table clash as well so um, yeah. that was a big important win for Peterhead and that puts them top of the table let's jump back uh, to League 1 I'll spin you through the table Arbroath still top on 7 points Airdrie and Montrose on 6 then we've got Wraith Rovers on 5 Dumbarton 4 4 for 4 Breaking 3 Stenny 3 and uh, Stranraer on 2 and East 5 propping up the table getting their first point of the season yesterday though uh, still on 1 point though uh, League 2 looks like this you've got Peterhead on 7 then Annan on 7 same with Elgin so those 3 find out at the top then We've got Edinburgh City on six, Clyde on six as well. After that defeat yesterday, just outside the playoffs now. Queens Park on four, Cowdenbeath on three, Berwick three, and then still pointless is Sterling and Albion Rovers at the bottom of the table. So this is Soccer FM with Stephen Mill and Ray Bradshaw. Okay, so joining us on the line now, we have former Aberdeen, Cardiff and Scotland player, many other teams as well, but Kevin McNaughton, how are you doing Kevin? Yeah, all good guys. Listen, yeah. thanks for coming on Soccer FM, we're going to have a, a good chat about your career. Uh, so listen, uh, we'll get to what you're up to now uh, in just a few minutes, but let's go all the way back to the start. So it all started uh, for you at Aberdeen. Uh, first of all, can you remember your debut? Yeah, I think it was. Mirren, I think, uh, home come on at half time, I'm sure. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was my first squad actually, the first squad I'd actually been in. And uh, it was me and, an, and I think it was experienced centre half that was on the bench at the time. What, I think it was Jamie McAllister, left back at the time, got um, got injured and he had to come off at half time. But I, I didn't think I was going to come on, I thought it was the other lad who was going to come on. But um, I got the call. Because I, I preferably a, a right back or centre half, really. Yeah. Well, I got put on a left left back. Were you shitting yeah, yourself, or was it all right? You know what? It was my first squad, so I was I was quite excited just to yeah. see the squad. So I didn't really have a lot of time to think about. It. Next thing I was on the pitch. It was weird. It was I never like I say I never really never really got a chance to to realise what was happening. Yeah. <laughs> and that was a time, that was a time at Aberdeen when there was lots of young guys coming through. Like there was a few stalwarts like we've had Russell Anderson on the show before, uh, yeah. Darren Young, uh, and uh, remember I used to love this guy, but he was just constantly there, Darren Mackey. So there was Yeah, t- Daz. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so there's tons of guys there. So what was it like being around Aberdeen at that time? 
it was really good, you know, that um, because we had a quite a successful youth team. Uh, I think we won the league a couple of years on the bounce, and it was as that so there was that was the group that sort of came through together, guys as well, like Michael Hart as well, and mm-hmm. uh, yeah, a few others that sort of we all come through at the same time. So it made probably life easier in terms of integrating with the squad anyway. Because in terms of making life easier, how did the Ebby Scoffdale play a part <laughs> in that? <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Looking back, Evie's quite good. Was, he was a character, don't lie. We, uh, we've had, as, as Ray mentioned there, we've had like Dan Young on Russell Anderson, uh, and they yeah, all have yeah. amazing stories about Evie Scovdale, just saying how mental uh, he was. He was crazy. He was, I remember going turning up for training when the goals were facing the wrong way. <laughs> we, went out, we were all going out to train. <laughs> And we played the game. <laughs> I think it was ten aside, eleven aside. Uh, goals facing the wrong way. You had to run around the goal. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, uh, have you ever encountered anything like that elsewhere in your career? No, never at all. Was, it was bizarre. It was. It was like I can remember everybody saying, "What's going on here? What's is this? Two games? Two different games? No, it's two games we're playing." <laughs> <laughs> and oh, it was a craft as well because you could only score when the, other, the whole team was over the halfway. And all. <laughs> <laughs> I had about fifteen thousand rooms. See, by the end of it, you were like, I don't even know what's happening. Here. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like he's in prime position for the next uh, Secretary General of FIFA. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, it could be a slot in for that. One thing, oh, one thing about that time was, and I remember this so vividly because my wee brother's an Aberdeen fan, and I remember talking about this. Early on in your career, you were quite heavily linked with Inter Milan. What? Yeah, what the fuck? I, I, know, I know. What was it? Is it true? What happened? I don't know. I, I honestly don't know. I don't know if they were up watching somebody else. What's been playing Celtic or something? Uh, no, I got. I don't know if it was just agent this time. It gets away or what? But no, I remember that as well. Coming, I think. At the time, I'd been linked with a couple of teams, and then uh, I don't know if somebody just threw in a Milan in the equation and just thought, "We'll see if this story escalates." <laughs> and it did. It probably escalated. <laughs> yeah. So it's all, yeah, that's one of my favourite Scottish football rumours. That and Ronaldinho to St Mirren, like those kind of moves <laughs> are the ones I love. <laughs> so listen, Evy Scovdale came and went. Steve Parson was there yeah. for a wee while as well. Jimmy Caldwood, though, I think it's fair to say uh, you flourished uh, when he came at the club. Uh, probably some of the best form of your career, definitely at Aberdeen anyway. What was Jimmy like yeah. to work, work under? The two Jimmys, in fact. They were really good. You know, that coming into the end every day was really good. It was, whether you got beat or you won or did it at the weekend, uh, it was the same atmosphere. The tight, just whatever happened at the weekend was gone. And you came in and Monday was a new day and everybody was... You know, it was a good, it was a good training atmosphere in terms of, you know, you came and enjoyed it. I enjoyed going into training every day. Um, the two of them were, you know, they're lively characters. Uh, Jimmy Nicholl as well, he's, he's a good character and he's a good coach to be fair. So I really enjoyed my time under them too. It was probably one of the reasons my decision to leave was sort of swayed a wee bit because of them too, because I really enjoyed it. But um I come a bit of a crossroads just after a couple of years with them two and then decided it's probably time to move on. Yeah. And you moved down to Cardiff, obviously. There was rumours at the time of Celtic and other teams. How yeah. close were you to other teams or was it just always going to be Cardiff? You know what? I actually was, I had 
11 offers. 11? <laughs> what a lovely, humble brag that was, Kevin, by the way. <laughs> so why did why did you choose Cardiff and, and then? And what was the kind of context of the other oh, ones? Like all UK or... No, there was a lot. Uh, there was a couple in Norway, and there was a Dutch team actually as well. I think. Right, Calderwood. Yeah, Calderwood influence <laughs> yeah, in it. Yeah, I think it was. Um, but there was there was quite a few. There was like a Luton and who were in the championship at the time, and a yeah. few others you that were in the championship. Yeah, it was just. I spoke to Cardiff and brought us down. They were, to be honest with you, they were the ones that were pushing everything and really desperate to sign us. So I got the impression they really wanted us more than any other ones. To be honest with you, and moving away to a foreign country was. Just I think that was probably I wasn't ready to do that to be honest with you Wales is pretty foreign to be fair. <laughs> <laughs> I, th- I generally thought that's what you were going to say there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and yeah, I was like yeah. you know the rumours about footballers but that's not bad uh, yeah. <laughs> and then what was what was Dave Jones like? Dave was alright Dave was pretty he's a really chilled out manager you know that he was uh, quite laid back he just let his coaches do his bit and then he didn't he wasn't very hands on in terms of coaching but he was he was a really laid back card. He was another one who'd try to get a good atmosphere in the changing room. Yeah. He, he thought that that sort of ethos could could stand us in good stead for the season. We were um, pre season trips, he was quite laid back with that as well, so the boys sort of enjoyed themselves. <laughs> well, I'd, I'd imagine if you're doing the words pre season and Jimmy Floyd Hasselbank, it's going to be absolute <laughs> <Yeah>. carnage. <laughs> Stevie Thompson used to call him Jimmy Floyd Cash in the bank. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they would have been minted. Yeah, like, absolutely <laughs> minted. Really. I used to love watching Cardiff about that time because there was the Scottish influence of like the likes of you, Gavin there Ray, was a lot of Scottish uh, and then you also had the likes of Jimmy Floyd Hasselbank <laughs> would pop in for a bit. Yeah. Or, um, but you must have had the young Welsh guys there, so like Aaron Ramsey and um, yeah. uh, what's he called, Joe Ledley, and those kind of guys would have been there at the time as well. Yeah, they all came through. Chris Gunter as well, who ended up he went on to play for Tottenham for a bit yeah. um, but no nah, they were they were good times you know I mean, they were like when Aaron came through I was me and Gavin there I remember speaking to Gavin about him when he came and started training with us when he was about I think he'd just turned 16 and um, we were like this he's running the show and training at 16 so yeah. <laughs> like this guy's got a chance and then Arsenal come in and swooped him up pretty sharp he only really played a season with us uh, and then he was gone um, and obviously, rest, he's, he's obviously done well. He's, yeah, he's done all right. Yeah, he's doing okay. <laughs> he's, he's, he's killing celebrities <laughs> every time he scores, obviously. So, and then, how, what was the FA Cup final like to play in? Because did you ever expect on that run? Like, how? When did you realise you were going to hit the final? Uh, probably oh, when you won the semi. But like, I mean, <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, probably just yeah. after the night. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You should have said that because I would have looked like even more of an idiot. That would have been a good one. <laughs> yeah, but uh, I, I know what you're trying to say. Uh, did you did you always think that you were going to get to the final? Did you have a feeling that it was going to be a good year? You know what? We were constant. It was funny. We were you negotiate your bonuses and things like that at the start of the season, and we were all like, "No, let's scrap all the cup bonuses. We'll get them, and we'll just focus on getting a good for league bonus and <laughs> playoffs." <laughs> if we get the playoffs, just trying to get a wee bonus for that. So we're like, "Oh, get rid of all the cup bonuses." And it was that season we ended up getting to the FA Cup final who were all spewing. We had no bonuses for getting to the FA Cup final or anything. It was just, uh, but um, no, it was. It just opened up. We had a decent run. I think we played Middlesbrough in the quarters. That was our toughest game. Um, we we played a couple of Championship teams as well. Obviously Barnsley in the semis mm-hmm. and the Wolves. We just had a decent run. Like it, it can happen. You just. Uh, 
don't play too many of the big. You obviously want to avoid the big dogs, uh, which we did, uh, and it, a lot of teams, a lot of the bigger teams got knocked out. So it just opened up for us, and we yeah. just did enough really in the semis. The semis was a bit of a scrappy one. We just did enough to get through, but just unfor- some experience. Yeah, just unfortunate that you couldn't get over the line in the final. Uh, uh, in, in terms of your time uh, at Cardiff, obviously uh, it was a long time in coming. You were there what five six years uh, by the time you managed finally uh, to get to the Premier League. I remember Cardiff always sort of perennial, you know, in yeah. the playoffs, yeah. scattering about there. Um, it must have been such a relief just to get over the line and make it to the Premier League. Yeah, it was brilliant. I mean, I think I'd, I'd probably been there about seven, seven seasons yeah. or eight seasons. Uh, so yeah, we'd got to the playoffs three or four times and came fell short of the playoffs a few times as well on the final day. So yeah, that was that was brilliant. We just got a scrambled over the line to be honest. We drew against uh, Charlton. I think uh, it was Hull at the time. We ended up getting beat on the same night, so we just had the better their result. And we managed to just scramble. I think it was a nil nil. So, yeah, well, that was some night. That was brilliant. I mean, the fans on the pitch and you're getting. I was crowdsourcing and everything. It was brilliant. It was you and Vincent night. Tan. Yeah, me and Vinny Tan. Yeah. <laughs> so, he's, a, he's a fascinating character as well. Let me ask yeah. you about him. Like, obviously, you know, again, talking about Jimmy Floyd Hasselbank, this guy's even more minted than Jimmy Floyd. But he's, yeah, he's you know, he's great. obviously, he, he wants Cardiff to be in the Premier League. Is he is he sort of, he gets a, a bad press sometimes. What, what's he actually, actually like in real life? Um, you know what, he's, I think he's a businessman. He's got in a football and he's got the bug. But, um, I wouldn't say he's, He's not got a massive knowledge of football, but he, he, it's quite funny. He used, he used to come to the change room every now and again, give us a speech before a game. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's just like somebody who doesn't know anything about football trying to get you up for a game. <laughs> just looking at each other like, okay, Vincent. <laughs> <laughs> you can't say anything because he pays your money. Uh, yeah. no, Vin- Vincent, I know what I'm doing. You ever been done. linked with Inter Milan or had 11 clubs after you? <laughs> come on, Vinny. <laughs> Come on, Vinny, man. Uh, he, he came in. And he came in one time and he was giving a speech. I, I, I think he was talking about the press because he was getting a lot of stick in the press. And he said something about he, he called the press sharks and assholes. Stop these sharks and assholes coming for us. They don't go together. <laughs> no, that's what I was worried about. The sharks have an asshole. Yeah. I didn't even know. They must, but. <laughs> And you so were... just kind of looked at each other All right, okay, Vincent, thanks And then he was coming in, shake your hand And he went out He had always had about 15 people around him He had an entourage everywhere <laughs> So all these guys just piled in with him We were like, oh, here we go Did we get a speech? You... <laughs> I, think I, I think I know the answer to this question, Kevin Did you ever have an entourage? No. <laughs> Unfortunately not. I love the idea of you just wondering about Aberdeen with like yeah, Arrow Stavrum. <laughs> He's your right hand man at all times. Uh, Eleven teams tried to sign me, by the way. <laughs> Pretty big deal here. Uh, so yeah, you managed to make it to the Premier League. Oh, turned a bit sour though, didn't it? Uh, with what happened with Malky Mackay and all the rest. Uh, what was your assessment of that situation? Oh, well, they just didn't get on. I mean, it was. <clears throat> I think Vincent tried to uh, get a bit involved in what was going on with team selection and things like that. I don't think Malky was too happy and then they fell out. I think that was the start of the season. So it was a bit of a frosty relationship uh, for the upcoming months and then eventually they just led them being sacked. But I think there was obviously some 
issues with some of the transfers. He wasn't happy with us, the transfers that we'd signed. We signed a lad from Denmark for about eleven million. It didn't really work oh. for him. He didn't. He did, uh, Cornelius. Cornelius. Yeah. Uh, didn't, uh, he didn't really play at all, really, and he never. So I think while they were looking for transfer discrepancies and things, they came across these texts mm-hmm. uh, that Malky had been sending. Got him into a bit of a bother. Yeah, but as a player, it's, oh, to be honest with you, I, I went out alone uh, to Bolton yeah. around about that time. Yeah, and deleted your phone messages as well. So. <laughs> yeah, I, cleared I your history. I accidentally lost my phone. On <laughs> 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 what, what was what was going on loan to Bolton like? Because they are a massive club, yeah, um, and the kind of the infrastructure and all that kind of stuff. And they similar, they've kind of fallen away recently. So, what was it like? And because you went out on loan there twice, is it hard to get settled the first loan time, or does that make you want to go back the second time? How does that work? Uh, the first time was, I think we were bought in the league at the time, and they were struggling bad. They were just struggling for defenders. To be honest with you, I went in. We had a no bad little run. I think I played about thirteen games. We managed to get ourselves out of the sort of drop zone, and then that was me due to go back with Cardiff. It was it was quite funny. I was I was sat um, waiting outside Malky's office to speak to him to go back up on loan to Bolton, and it was the day he got sacked. He was in the meeting getting sacked. So I was sat outside. Uh, so I, I was, uh... that's amazing. So, so this, the second thing he was like that to me. You're going to be in there for ages, Kevin. Uh, so I just, oh, you know what, I'll, I'll see you tomorrow. So he jumped in my car and I drove home and I just sat and switched Sky News on and I'd seen he'd been sacked. <laughs> <laughs> so that was what that meeting was about. <laughs> <laughs> so I came in the next day, there's obviously things going on and uh, the lads are all getting prepared for Arsenal. It was at the, the weekend. There was obviously the caretaker manager was the assistant at the time. So I, went, I hadn't been travelling with the squad at all. And again, I thought, oh, I'll just leave it this week until the dust settles and then I'll probably try and get back on loan when the new manager comes in. But uh, I went to training on the, the Friday. There was two boys ahead of me in the pecking order, uh, a lad, Matthew Connolly, and another French lad who played fullback as well. Right. And on the, on the Friday, both the players got injured. So I didn't have any, I didn't have any clothes to travel or anything like that. I hadn't even bothered to bring anything because I hadn't even been in any of the squads and uh, the assistant came up to me and said so you're going to need to drive home and get all your gear and come back because you're, you're probably going to be playing tomorrow against Arsenal <laughs> <laughs> not bad alright okay decent uh, so yeah from basically chapman on sitting outside the, the manager's door waiting to go away I was playing against Arsenal the following week so it's not too bad is it a, yeah, that was decent and just sometimes things happen like that in football you get your little break. And one of my favourite things about this, right, is I love footballers' testimonials. Like, I I love the novelty of it. Uh, you, Kevin, had a particular belter um, in that, um, was, was it your 11 against um, Craig Bellamy's 11? Yeah. In a five-each draw. Yeah. And... So, so yeah, <laughs> yeah, just a classic. Did you score? Yeah, I, I actually scored the first goal. And, and um. I knew this, I said, yeah, because... This is, in research, this is one of my favourite sentences I've read. All the footballers we've done. Um, watch the video as Kevin McNaughton's epic celebration after scoring his first Cardiff goal in 3,248 days. 
<laughs> so that's nine years since you last scored your goal for Cardiff. It was, yeah, it was worth the wait. And I've watched it, I can see it. I've got a video in front of me. Uh, and then, but yeah, because you, Darren Mackey played in that game. I can see uh, Steen Thompson yeah. there. Um, yeah, it was just mates really that played. Uh, Did anyone turn you down? There. It was a few boys had to do things, and you know what? Robbie Fowler actually had a game with uh, Liverpool. I think he works for he works for Liverpool, so right. they had a game on the same day, which. It was unfortunate because that would have been good if he did. He did play as well. What you should have as well. What, what you should have done, up. Kevin, is uh, turn the goals round the other way <laughs> and introduce <laughs> your own rules <laughs> for your testimonial. <laughs> but this is uh, this is yeah. <laughs> it's such a good combination of uh, also uh, when Kevin scored, he went taps off. By the way, uh, one yeah. of the best things is. Um, just reading about who scored and who played well, BBC presenter J- Jason Mohammed curled in a free kick. Honestly, what a finish it was! Yes. <laughs> he's really? not, he has not talked. He's not stopped talking about that since it happened. So <laughs> I get, a, I get an occasional tweet about him with free kicks. That was nearly as good as mine. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Half three in the morning, misspelled. You're like, come yeah, on, Jason, yeah. let it go now, man. <laughs> years ago now mate come on and how, how did it work that you got a testimonial after you'd left because the testimonial was last year um, yeah, and you left the fans kicked uh, up a bit of fun ah then, that's quite cool yeah and then uh, I got a bad injury I've done my Achilles so they knocked it back a bit and it was you know what the dates changed that many times yeah just eventually just had to just settle for one which is it was a, a weird date I think Wales were playing away as well so right um it wasn't an ideal date, but because your sons came on, yeah, your sons came yeah. on and played, and I, in my head, I can imagine Craig Bellamy about to snap them like in a tackle. <laughs> oh, Did he go anywhere near them? Or no, you know what? After the game, though, he was he was he was talking to people saying, "Yeah, we won five three because my kids came on at five three. <laughs> they, <laughs> they both scored. I oh, didn't. <laughs> <laughs> and he was he was up in arms. He said, "No, nah, we won five three <laughs> <laughs> Craig, put the golf club down. It's all right. Don't worry, mate. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so that wrapped up your time uh, at uh, Cardiff. Uh, you, you were obviously you went on uh, you went on your Wigan, Inverness, ICT, yeah. uh, you, you retired at the age of thirty four, which for a football player nowadays yeah. is not that old. It was obviously through injury. Um, was that a bit of a, a blow to, to to retire at that age? Nah, my body's had enough. I was just. And your hair was going grey so early. So I mean, if you'd seen my real passport, I wasn't thirty four. <laughs> <laughs> the Scottish Terrible West. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, pretty much. So, nah, I, I broke my leg. I snapped my Achilles. Uh, off the yeah, because that was quite early on when you came up to Inverness. Because I thought that was a great signing for Inverness at the time. Blah blah blah, and then yeah, injury just yeah, kicked in. Was- it was the first month I just snapped it and then it was my season really I caught back the last month but I'd been playing catch up so yeah and, and uh, it was we, one what, of things one thing we wanted to ask you because obviously we'll come into what you're doing just now but uh, uh, Scotland we'll have to ask about Scotland yeah. uh, Scottish internationalist um, how was that because I kind of had a bad uh, dealings with uh, yeah. is it votes at the time yeah yeah it's exactly. always votes 
Uh, I mean, I think the, the <laughs> phrase, you had some bad dealings with Bertie Vokes, can be applied to a number of people. <laughs> um, but uh, So th- this was, for people who don't know, it was, uh, you were going to get your first cap against France, and then he said you were too yeah. nervous, and you ended up playing in the next match against Nigeria. Wait, uh, uh, by the way, a game we got pumped 5-0 in. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, if you're yeah. nervous for that, that's fine. Yeah. What's the worst thing that's going to happen? It could be 6-0. So what, what was happening around that time then, Kevin? It was weird. I, it was obviously the first training session. Uh, I didn't have a great session. I remember that. I think it was in France. And then the next day, it was, um, I don't know, somebody sent me a message saying, oh, looks like you're not playing now. Because you said you're, you're nervous or something like that. Nobody did actually told me anything, to be honest with you. Which I thought was a bit, was a bit yeah. grim. Because I was finding things out through the newspapers. Which wasn't ideal. Were you praying you were going to switch Sky Sports News on and see Bertie had been sacked? <laughs> yes, <laughs> done yeah, it. Yeah, that was weird because I was just delighted to be there. Um, and I was always a desperate player, but uh, he just made his mind up through a train, one training session that I wasn't going to play, which was I thought was a bit good. Uh, and then I, I remember I played against Denmark, I think, it was in the second cup, playing again. Yeah. I got taken off half time, never really got told anything about it. Um, and then again, they read in the papers the next day that he said the same thing. So, so you find it all. So he never spoke. Can, can I just ask, were you, were you genuinely nervous? Nah, just to be honest with you, I, I was playing out of position. I was playing centre midfield. I've been playing fullback all season, and I went and I played at international level in, in centre midfield. You played so centre mid was, for Scotland. Yeah, yeah. I played the first two caps for in centre midfield. <laughs> so, oh, so it's no. So I was, uh, to be honest with you, I just, I was just struggling to find my position. Really, struggling to just get into the game. Uh, in terms of, I was never really nervous. I was quite. I'm always a quiet guy in the changing before a game, things like that. Was, but as soon as I got on the pitch, was I was, you know, if anybody at Aberdeen would say I was probably a wee bit overconfident at times, doing things <laughs> that I shouldn't have been doing. Make, um, making up rumours about Inter Milan like all that yeah, kind of stuff basically yeah <laughs> but then also what right can, I'm going to ask you I don't know if you'll be able to tell me this offhand in your career how many times did you play a professional game in centre midfield uh, no it was it was under Jimmy uh, Jimmy Calder we played there a couple of t- probably about Five, five games, five. <laughs> so, so you, well, I mean, you, you've got literally, you know, hundreds, hundreds, yeah. and hundreds of appearances. No goals, but hundreds of appearances. <laughs> and you've yeah. played centre midfield five times, yeah. and two of them were for under yeah. Bertie Vokes for Scotland. Yeah, well, I, I played five for Aberdeen and then two games. Which, yeah, yeah so thirty-three percent of your centre midfield appearances were international level. <laughs> yeah, that's wow. And yeah. uh, I mean, you must—you uh, got four caps um, and lots of squads. Yeah, lots of squads. Yeah, uh, you'll probably be disappointed you didn't get more. But I'm, I'm guessing for any football player playing for Scotland must be an absolute highlight for you. Yeah, brilliant. Loved that, especially first cap being at Petardo as well was good. Um, there was a lot of Aberdeen fans there, so I got a good welcome coming on and off the pitch as well. It was good. Yeah, um, cool. yeah it, was, oh, it was a great day. It was just stuff you dream about as a schoolboy. Things like that and the FA Cup final, you know. Nah, it's, it's not that bad, FA, is it? Uh, FA Cup final was someone else as well. That was I'd put them on par because it's someone you, you, you watch when you're a kid, you get the build up to the game and things. So to be a part of it, you're just, you know, it's, it's actually it's quite scary. Just think to yourself, well, you've got to pinch yourself. 
Do you ever, do you ever sit there and think, what would that night out have been like if we'd won the final? Oh, the night out. Yeah, it was mad anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Gavin Ray told me that it was a bit mental that night anyway, because um, oh, the likes of Trevor Sinclair was in that team as well. Yeah, one of my pals is a massive QPR fan, and he um, gave me a, Q, a, a retro QPR strip to get signed. And the following day after that, the, the cup final, we were on the bus coming back, and we were all still drunk, to be honest with you. <laughs> I got Trevor Sinclair to put this QPR strip on. That's a skin tight <laughs> and he was recreating his overhead kick hanging from the the rafters. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I got a picture of that and said to me, he's, oh, he's just he's never stopped talking to me. He's um, absolutely delighted. <laughs> imagine that bus had crashed and you had to explain why uh, Travis Sinclair had broke his neck. <laughs> <laughs> broke his neck wearing a, a retro QPR strip. <laughs> it's a lot of questions <laughs> here. A lot of questions uh, so listen uh, before you go Kevin uh, thanks for joining us it's been a great chat um, in terms of uh, what you're up to now uh, what's it you're doing yourself uh, I'm actually doing a bit of coaching with Dundee under 16 so I've just started that the last couple of weeks um, I'm doing my coaching badges as well at the moment, moment and I do a little bit of artwork as well yeah I have uh, this uh, tabbed up on the computer yeah that's metal because uh, when I typed in your name right I typed in Kevin McNaughton well, not in, in, in Google and the third one down was Kevin McNaughton painting yes and, went, and, it, and it's also credit to you that the second one is wife so that's a good thing because that doesn't happen with a lot of uh, footballers um, but yeah paintings come out so um, there's so you've done kind of um, is that the Gallagher brothers here yeah uh, Breaking Bad yeah did that as well. Do you sell it? Do you sell them online? Yeah, I've just had people ask us to do things, so I've, I've sold quite a few uh, to Cardiff fans mainly. Football and ones, a lot of stuff. Done a few Cardiff players. Uh, Can you paint me and Ray? Yeah, on a bus in a QPR top. <laughs> As if we could get that high. With goals facing the wrong way. It's, it's, it's all tying in now. It's all tying in. Uh, so you, you've got your coaching, you've got that going on, and you've got your painting yeah. as well. Uh, uh, we always ask our guests when they come on uh, the best player you've played with and the best player you've played against. So let's start uh, with the best player you've played with. You've probably named a few of them there, but uh, who's yeah. the one that sticks out for you? Well, Aaron Damsey was the best young player I think I've ever seen. You know, just coming through, I thought he was unbelievable. Uh, Craig Bellamy as well was up there. Mm-hmm. Just in terms of his work rate and ethic and training and things like that, it was just ridiculous. Just, I mean, he was spot on. He was one of the best trainers I've ever seen. Uh, best player. Uh, against, I would probably say either Cazorla or Steven Gerrard. Them to not bad. <laughs> Stephen Gerrard, honestly, we, we played Liverpool in the cup, and Stephen Gerrard had a twenty-minute spell where he was just unplayable. Scored and set up one, and just took the game away from us. We ended up we scored once. We went one 0 up, sorry, and um, it was like he just just made him angry, and he just thought, oh, you know what, we need we need to win this. So I better just turn up here. For, <laughs> just it's like he just dropped the gear, and then uh, yeah, he was unbelievable that night. Yeah. Probably. One of the best performances I've seen on the pitch. I love this. A guy that has played for fourth at the end of his career is talking about the time he played against Santi Cazorla. <laughs> no, this guy's stuff is so good. Yeah. Yeah. Football's hey, amazing. I'm still, I'm 
Still trying to unscrew the hips, to be honest with you. <laughs> 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 hey, listen, Kevin, thanks so much uh, for joining us on Soccer FM. Good luck uh, with your coaching. Hope you get your badges all sorted out and as well. Yeah. And uh, sticking around Scottish football. So thanks very much for being on Soccer FM, pal. No problem, guys. Yes, a welcome return for Where Are They Now? I it's really been a enjoyed while. that. It's been a while, but what a great guy Kevin McNaughton is. Yeah. Lots of great chatting there. Remember, we have done so many Where Are They Now's over the course of the last, what, three seasons now. Yeah. Uh, make sure you check them out on our SoundCloud and on iTunes as well. Make sure you subscribe and all that stuff as well, because I get a beating if uh, yeah. we don't uh, if you don't rate it, basically. We actually have, we, we've got five-star rating on iTunes. Yeah, no, I checked the other day. And it's actually, it's not like, you know, three people have rated you. No. It's actually a considerable amount of people. <laughs> It's so, not just your clay pigeon shit. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, we should probably explain why I'm wearing a clay pigeon. I don't know why you are. No, because I don't own a hat, right? I don't have. I don't wear hats. Yeah. You but, should it though. Yeah, actually, I should wear hats more. Yeah. Um, but I'm really, really hungover this morning and I, I, I don't know where my bag is. I've lost my bag and it's got my hair stuff in it, so I couldn't do my hair. And <laughs> I've just lost Hi, my life. I'm a shy guy to do the podcast with because you, you can't text me and go, "Can you bring your hair stuff in?" So. <laughs> yeah, can you can you bring your beard oil? <laughs> hey, this is all, all natural, mate. Is, is it really? Nah. Do you use beard oil? No, nah. no, nah, you don't, right? No. Nah. Uh, anyway, so yeah, yeah, that was where are they now? Lots of stuff uh, happening there. Uh, you can listen back to all the old ones, of course. Uh, listen, what episode is this? Number seventy nine. Eighty. Nah, 79 I, I always say 80 Yeah, no you're what. just going to say 80 from now on But we've, we've done so many I can't believe we're still here, I basically I, what's weird is I only got your phone number this week Yes, because, <laughs> well, just to explain what happened is uh, We're going to be doing a little bit of work uh, For the Scotland matches coming up We'll yeah, explain more once we get closer to the time sold out yeah, So, um, basically, myself and Ray are doing some Scotland stuff And we got put in a group I'm, chat with I'm, the girl I'm playing centre mid under votes <laughs> 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 uh, but the goals ran the wrong way yeah. uh, So um, No we got put in a group chat With the girl who was organising it And it was the first time I'd ever had Ray's number Because we deliberately After about two weeks And not did it We were like Let's just not Take each other's phone numbers so I've not saved you Have yeah. you saved me? Uh, I don't think I have I no. didn't save you I've not saved you Yeah so there like, we are We still don't have each other's number piece of shit Yes That's a bit harsh <laughs> no, That came from nowhere I think it, I'm really hungover And I'm yeah. really hungry <laughs> yeah. I'm getting so Right cranky. okay let's move on Let's hurtle towards the end of the podcast then uh, Right okay It's time for our competition With Hooch It's Guess the Mark Yearly And uh, let's play the clip from last week And then we'll talk you through What the <laughs> you year was You just love playing this It's amazing To every athlete waiting Ready Prepared to take part in these games Welcome to London he kicks back on the inside, Chris Hoy. He's driving to the line and he's won it. He's won the Kieran Olympic title. Six gold medals for Chris Hoy. Rangers Football Club, one of the most famous in Britain, has announced it's gone into administration. It could face disputed tax bills and penalties of up to £75 million. Pounds. The Boom, there we are. So I, I honestly will never forget Chris McQueer's face when he was in the studio last week when the Rangers <laughs> thing came on and he was gutting himself and then Gangnam Style <laughs> <laughs> It was amazing. So obviously, Ray, the year was um 
Ah, just kidding. 2012? It was 2012. We had the London Olympics. Day. Yeah, it was. The London Olympics were in there. Uh, we had Calvin Harris, Rihanna. Uh, we also had Gangnam oh, Style, obviously. Someone got in touch to say We Found Love was in uh, Rihanna's 2011 album. Mikey Rose said It that. was maybe on the album, but I think it was released in 2012. Right, okay. So, um, yeah, I am. I did check that, so that's fine. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, we had uh, Gangnam Style, obviously, by Psy, and Rangers going in administration and uh, liquidation. So, there we are. It was 2012. Very, very long list of right answers yes. on our Facebook. So I have a list of 31 in front of me. Um, I've copied and pasted them and moved the orders about. Right. So I want you to give me a number between 1 and 31. 17. 17, okay. Uh, from the top of the bottom? Top. Yep, okay. Right, so the winner of this week's um, guess the Mark Yearly and what did they get a crate of hooch and a t-shirt a crate of hooch and a very desirable um, a very desirable hooch t-shirt uh, as well so it's it's all going well and the winner this week is Jack Crawford <laughs> is this River City? this is River City <laughs> Congratulations to Jack Crawford, you're the first winner of Guess the Mark Yearly. That cray of hooch is yours, the t-shirt is yours as well. Thank you very much for entering the competition. And, and allowing me to play the River City team tune. And in true um, Soccer FM, I've just gone on to his um, Facebook page, just creeping about. Yep. Um, looks like he might be a Dumbarton fan. Oh, good. And he is punching. Oh, is he? Right, yeah. okay. So well fun. done. Well done to Jack. So, so uh, Jack, send us a message on our Facebook page and we will work out how we're going to get the Creative Hooch and the T-shirt over it, to you. It'll involve me driving to you. Yeah. I think that's probably yeah. the longest. If you want to send your girlfriend to pick it up, that's fine. So, that was last week. This is this week. Do you want to hear the new soccer I'm FM buzzing clip? for this, but also dreading it because once I work out what year it is, I have to work out a new story and then I start shitting myself. Yes, So exactly. let's see what we've got. So that was 2012. We're going to take it back a wee bit. Okay, so this is a bit of a retro one. This is this year's like, Guess the Mark Yearly with Hooch. Official said he died of respiratory distress, but they were no more specific than that. In recent years, Presley was plagued by weight problems and fatigue. His trademark was his gyrating hip. McLean comes back out, the Rankin comes through, throws it in, and that is a sensation. Can Fawful hold out? Again, it's not done, and it's a goal. 2 2. Divided between appreciating the delight of the Scottish fans but not wanting to see the ground pulled apart like this. They've even knocked the goals down and broken the crossbar. So that was this uh, this week's Guess the Mark Yearly with Hooch. All you need to do is guess the year. Get onto our Facebook and comment below the video for your chance to win the crate of Hooch and also the Hooch t-shirt as well. Do you know what the year is, by the way? Uh, yes, I do. I kind of worked out. But also, I have to say, we've done 80 episodes easily. We've been in this studio countless times doing extra interviews. Um, and I've seen you and I've been on the Capital Breakfast Show lots. I've seen you yep. there. When we do the Guess the Mark Yearly and you listen to the clips that you've made, 
You singing along and smiling is the most partridge you have ever looked <laughs> in your life. I, it was going to happen at some time. I, especially with the collision. Yeah, <laughs> I know. I, we didn't even explain why I've got. No, the why? Why have you got that? Uh, because uh, I, I don't have hats, and I got given this hat because I went on a clay pigeon shoot last year. <laughs> Did you? Yeah, for it's the like, show or for your life. No, for my life. Glen Eagles, I got invited. It was a freebie. And, a uh, I know. And <laughs> giving someone for Fife a shotgun. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that didn't end well. So, um, yeah, so that, that's basically what happened. So that's why I've, this is the only hat that I have. Uh, and that is it. So there we are. Um, so that is Guest of Mark Usually, as I say, get to our Facebook page, over 18s uh, only, obviously, because yeah. we're giving away a drink and all that stuff. Um, so comment below the Facebook page, and you have until next Sunday morning at 9 a.m. to get your answers in. Yep. So all you need to do is guess the year. You don't even need to tell us the songs or anything what happened. It's just a wee clue. Yep. Guess the year and a crate of hooch, and the t shirt could be yours. Okay, let's move on. What's happening uh, the week ahead, Ray? So football, uh, Scottish Premiership on Saturday. Obviously, we have some European games that we'll come on to later. Yep. Um, Scottish Premiership Saturday, we've got Hibs Aberdeen. That'll be a nice biggie. Uh, Kilmarnock against Hearts. Uh, St. Johnson, Dundee and the bottom, the potential six-pointer already, St. Mirren against Livingston. Yes, um, yeah, exactly. Big uh, important game already. Yeah, we go to the Championship. Air United against Dunfermline. You fancy yourself, Stephen? Uh, yeah, we always beat you. So, right, okay. Yeah, no problems there. Uh, Dundee United, Thistle. Um, and that's going to be great because my mate Paul is getting married. Remember, I went to Ujpes for the stag oh, do. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he's getting married. Um, his new wife to be's family are all Dundee United fans. He's a Thistle fan. Amazing. So we're trying to work out if we can get it on a big screen or something. Uh, Falkirk, Queen of the South, Inverness, Cali against Alloa and Gunnett Morton against Ross County. In League One, we have Airdrie against Wraith Rovers. Um, that'll be a quite an interesting one, actually. Breakin yep. against Dumbarton. East Fife um, against Arbroath, four for V Stenhouse Muir, and Stranraer against Montrose, and rounding out League Two, Gibbet Rangers against Anna Athletic, a derby of sorts. Yeah, Copenhagen uh, and Derby. Yeah. <laughs> 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 so shit, but good. Uh, Clyde against Edinburgh City. I wonder who's going to score for Clyde. Um, for that information. Uh, Elkin City against Cowden Beef. Queen's Park Albion Rovers another derby of sorts and rounding the weekend off we have Stirling Albion against Peterhead I don't have the fixtures for the Sunday so I'm going to guess based on the teams that aren't here so well Rangers and Celtic will both be playing on the Sunday because they'll both be yes. in European action Celtic I, playing Sudova and uh, Ufa uh, Rangers are playing Ufa, yeah. Ufa. So on Sounds the, like a wrestler, doesn't it? It does, yes. Yeah, Rik- Rikishi's brother. Sudova and Ufa. Is Rikishi yeah. dead? No, nah, he's still alive. He's still alive, right, right okay. Uh, it just You don't see many old fat people. You don't, no, you don't. You don't. If you like, if you're older and you're fat, you're you're lucky. So, um, well, I don't mean you're lucky. Public service. I, I, I don't mean you're lucky because you're old and fat because that'd be shite. But you know what I mean. Like you're still alive, is what I mean. You're still breathing, unlike Kofi Annan. So, um, what are the fixtures on the Sunday day? I'm trying to Google it now, and I guess um, we it'll be so the teams I worked out is Motherwell. Uh, yes, here we go. It's Rangers Motherwell. Rangers Motherwell yeah. at quarter past twelve kickoff and three pm Celtic against Hamilton on Sunday. Okay, right. Okay, so that rounds off the week in Scottish football. What you got on this week at the Fringe? When's your show? Fringe. Plug it. Uh, quarter past four every day till Wednesday. Go and um, see him. He's very funny. Yeah. So so that don't last let us Yeah, yeah. Please don't. <laughs> um, and I'm doing something quite cool on Thursday. I'm on the BBC Breakfast Show with so, uh, Dan Walker and Nagam Is that how you pronounce it? Nagam yeah. yeah. And Bill Turnbull. Bill Turnbull. Uh, yep. So I'm going down to Manchester. I don't think you're on it with Bill Turnbull. Is he not on it anymore? No, he's not on it. And he, I think he's, I think he might be dead. Really? Or at least dying. Oh, okay. Probably yeah. not him then. No, uh, ha- if I'm honest, I haven't read the email properly. No. Um, so I'm going down there, Manchester, um, on Wednesday. So I'll be live on BBC on Thursday. 
Um, and then I'm doing this. You just done talking about your show. Your show yeah, 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 yeah. And Scottish Design Awards Thursday night. And uh, potentially. With Gary Spence. With Capitals Gary Spence. Capitals Gary Spence, yeah. So all that kind of stuff. What have you got? Uh, what have I got in this week? Uh, oh, it's back to school week. Uh, so all the schools are back and uh, we're getting sent out into a school to either get a lesson, teach a class, or take part in a PE lesson. So They'll always give you the PE. Of course the they will. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, give the fat one. Put him in gym kit. <laughs> like, so that's that's what's happening this week on the show. <laughs> that sounds like the Janny gym kit. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. Um, so yeah, just uh, doing the radio. That's about it. Um, nice. This week, so that's about it. And I'll uh, be at the Dunfermline game at air next week. So uh, I've, I've hardly been to any Dunfermline games because I've been working so much. Is that so. the way of it? Like, because I've, yeah. I've had them in any Thistle games this season. Hopefully it'll uh, quieten down the next few weeks, but Fringe just uh, takes over. Yeah, I mean, it. I love Dunfermline, but I love money more. Yeah, so, it's weird. <laughs> yeah. So, Gotta pay for those clay pigeon shoot. Exactly, <laughs> I know. So, uh, listen, have a good week, uh, whatever you're up to. Uh, make sure you join us next week on Soccer FM. Thank you for listening to the show today. There's more on our Twitter, at FM. You can like us on Facebook. Also, get there to enter a competition. Guess the mark, Yardley. Uh, guess what the year is on the comment on the video and uh, yeah you can win a crazy hooch which is amazing so comment on our forum pineburrow.com get in touch with a where are they now there's another one coming next week as well anything else you have for us say hello whatever it is come and say hi but for now it's goodbye from me Stephen Mill and you Ray Bradshaw bye bye this has been Soccer FM good luck to all your teams across the week and we'll catch you next time yeah.